0: Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Let's head to Rockhampton. Uh, Rockhampton Regional Council Mayor Tony Williams joins us this morning. And I mentioned this last week just about how excited I was that Morton Coe planned to build a new state-of-the-art feedlot west of Rockhampton. Uh, It's been given the green light. Well, uh, Tony joins us this morning. How are you, mate? Um, Obviously, great news. I mean, there's no two ways about it. 125,000 head of cattle um, turning over through one year, a $15 million fertilizer plant, um, 43,000 tons of manure going through that. I mean, it's, it's genuinely a mothership that's going to create a lot of jobs and it's going to be fantastic for your economy.
1: Yeah, no, Ben, and uh, good morning to you and all your listeners, mate. Um, yeah, you, you say you're excited. I'm over the moon. It's a it's a great announcement and one that really does uh, solidify our standing as a, the big capital of Australia. Um, we welcomed uh, Charlie Mort and uh, Stephen O'Brien here last week to uh, to join them in their announcement of the uh, their investment into the region. So, um, like you mentioned, it's a, it's a major feedlot and one there that uh, we see is a great uh, great opportunity to. To not only um, you know for our meat processes and uh, and uh, being the beef capital, their reasoning that they moved into this area was because of the large um, herds that we have in the CQ region, which is over three million uh, cattle. So you can you can understand the uh, the reasoning around um, wanting to set up a business here. So uh, we, um, we we really do welcome them to the beef capital and uh, look forward to uh, you know further investment in uh, in the years to come. The big thing
0: about it is that oh, I can see about it is that. It's sort of like, well, why has it taken so long? Um, I mean, you've got to have investors, you've got to have people that write, but a feedlot of this proportion, you know, that's open to outside, you know, and, and people being able to sell there. I mean, we know that GNU is around it. There are other big feedlots around, but this is a a phenomenal thing. Morton Co have been very strong and we know what Grass Star looks like. And for them to replicate um, sort of something of the similar size and 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 looking at it out of Rockhampton is an important part of the puzzle, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know, I think it's just uh, you know credit to the Morton Co. team. It's it's one that they've they've looked to that investment and see what that means. Um, you know, expanding from from what their current operations are and other other feedlots around the region. But it, it is something there that we've uh, we've all had smaller feedlot uh, locations here, but. Uh, this is a, a major one, and one that we can see, um, you know, great uh, potential for the economy with uh, with over 31 million to the local uh, economy, but over 53 million to the regional economy. So, um, you know, that's a fantastic investment in uh, in the industry, and one that uh, really does uh, solidify their position. Uh, and uh, we're we're, yeah, we're very happy to uh, to work with them, and, and what that means. There's even opportunity to um, to look at the animal waste and, and create uh, val- uh, yeah, value. Value adding onto their uh, their uh, organic fertilisers, so uh, that was something that I was interested in, and um, you know, uh, ho- hopefully we can work with them to uh, to get that plant off the ground as well. Geez, you've done some.
0: Um, there's, there's a lot going on. I mean, not only you know is the town growing. I mean, you've got you've got some issues because of. I suppose in some ways the the toing and froing in the political landscape from federal and state, you know, and, and the pulling of funding and, and and the giving back of funding, that's always a, a hard thing to juggle. But these kind of announcements really boost the economy. We we I was lucky enough to be at the beef launch last week in Brisbane. Um, next year in May in twenty twenty four is going to be pretty uh, unbelievable. Um, Simon Irwin is doing a fantastic job with his crew there um, out of Rockhampton. So there's some fundamentally exciting things there but there is some real challenges and 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 I and I, as the mayor you're looking at all these positives how do you navigate and it's not even you know it's it's very hard in your wheelhouse the youth crime issue that that that's the because we I look at Rockhampton and I think about the beef capital I think about a fantastic town I think about a rugby league community I think about you know a rugby community a really and but you know a really great town but to the world at the moment, all we're seeing is the the negatives, you know, the, the youth crime challenges. So, as the mayor and the council, you, you guys, it's a real juggling act for you at the moment.
1: Oh, look, and uh, you know, Ben, you're, you're right. We're, we're trying our level best to to promote the region as a place to come and invest and uh, and live and stay. Um, but these these you know, this youth crime thing, it's, it's not only local to Rockhampton; it's, it's across everywhere. the state, but. Yeah. Uh, we we' we're not uh we're not any different to 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 the problems that that's facing at the moment, and that takes all levels of government to work together and uh and look for a solution because it's not going to happen overnight there's no silver bullet it's it's a way that they they all need to pull together and uh and find a solution for that but uh now we we've we got lovely people born and raised in rocky i, I know what uh what you talk about and you know people are, it's, there's friendly people in the town that uh and we're trying our best to um, to, to build the tourism, uh, you know, with mighty Fitzroy and uh, and what we say we're working with beef, and uh, it's it's something there that um, yeah is dragging us back, um, which is not what we need to be focused on. We've got to really promote the uh, you know uh, as a destination for you know visitors to the area, but uh, for our locals as well, they need to be safe in the streets. And uh, you know, I'm keen to work with uh, both levels of government to to achieve that. Um, you know, the the political. Argy is, uh, you know, the higher levels of government. I try not to get involved in that too much, but, uh, they do, they do really need to sit around the table and work out a solution in this, uh, in this issue. And I, I think it even goes broader than that, Ben. And it's, it's more a national issue too, because I think it goes right back to the stolen generation and how, um, how families were separated. And I just don't think those family units are there now. And it's, uh, it's generational problem that's, uh, that's coming to the surface at the moment. So. Yeah, it's it's a real problem and one uh, one I'm happy to work with uh, other levels of government to try and find solutions. I understand how full on at the moment
0: uh, it is for you. The wind farm situation um, and the proposal has got a lot of people up in arms and I understand it's a juggling act. Where are we at with that? And like people listening to us uh, across rural and regional Queensland, they're interested because... There's really two sides of it. Um, we understand the government's desire to push forward with renewables. We understand that, but the fact is that there's not a lot of legislation around. It means that uh, that can that can happen anywhere. And as the mayor, you, you've got to try and keep everybody on side. I understand that yeah. as a council. Where is that at? I mean, from a political it, landscape, there's really two divided parties on this and and two opinions on it. That's
1: that's right, Ben. Again, you've uh, you hit the nail on the head there. The you know the, the the, the farmers are and real property owners are, you know, they're they're at loggerheads. There's, there's some people that are supporting it and some that aren't. And uh, you know, when you go into, um, you know, cutting into bushland and and on ridge tops, it's uh, it's not as easy as just opening in a paddock and and building these things. So they they do have a significant impact on the um, the aesthetics of the area. And uh, you know, I can understand the uh, the frustration um, by the way that these. Processes are being put in place through other levels of government. So, where does it come um, from? Who
0: it- makes those decisions? Because when when you talk to the state government and you talk to the federal government, they mm. say, "Well, it's a local issue." They <laughs> say so it comes back to the, they, they, <laughs> oh. that, that, that's honest. That's where they, it comes back to it.
1: They said, well, oh, "Well, you know," it's because, it's- and,
0: and I'm thinking to myself, "What the council don't want anything to do with this at all."
1: No, no, we, we don't. We don't give the approvals. Uh, that's not our our remit. Yeah, actually, um, the only thing we get to have a say in is, is the local roads and the impact of these uh, heavy vehicles on the local roads. So that's our main concern is, is where, how we, um, you know, work with these companies that are coming through. They're knocking on our door every day, and uh, and saying that they are going to set up, but they want to know what we they need to do to the road network. So um, you know, a lot of these rural roads I only see a couple of cars and a truck uh, occasionally, um, and then you're going to have all these heavy vehicles up and down and uh, building these these uh, turbines um, it's just yeah, an impact there that we we struggle with so um, we're working with them the best we can to make sure that when that the legacies um, yeah, there's no impact there but as far as the approvals for the for the um, wind farms proper that's uh, that's with the state government and the fed so it's not really uh, not really a local government call.
0: So are you frustrated by this? I mean, because of your great – you're born and raised in Rockham. Are you frustrated by something like this happening? It it is going to do massive damage, and the hypocritical thing is that we're stopping farmers from with reef laws and vegetation management and and all these other laws that we're implementing from a state and federal level, yet they come in for renewables and they throw the law book out the window.
1: Look, and uh, it's probably a a bigger concern even – Extends further than that, Ben. Is the, is the you know when there is that transition away from the, the, the resources, where are those jobs for these regional towns in the future as well? So it's not only impacted in, in the legacy that these wind farms and solar farms can can leave, but uh, the, you know the reduction in the, uh, the 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 jobs in the economy with uh, with that transition as well. So you know we need those other levels of government not to be sitting in the towers of power. They need to be out out here on the ground and talking with the people that are affected to understand what those impacts are.
0: Yeah, appreciate your time uh, Great to chat Congrats on the feedlot You've got some challenges um, But you're doing a fantastic job Really appreciate it Mate, have to see you up here In Beef uh, 2024 uh, I'll be there I'll be up there shortly as well The Capras You're, un- you're top of the table Capras are going not too bad either So
1: <laughs> they're, they're going alright I was only on there on the weekend And they managed to pull off a draw So uh that was a, a great result, and uh, done yeah, well with the – the, the, the,
0: and, and, and Tony, you've been a part of this as well. Um, the the collaboration and the partnership with the Dolphins has been a real success. It's been what oh. it's been just. Uh, I, I said to Terry Reader the other day, the CEO of the Dolphins. He, he that's one of their greatest things, and the fact that the, the Capras are so strong. Um, I mean, you know. I said, dare to dream. The grand final could be Redcliffe and, and
1: the and um, the Capras, which would be unbelievable. They're, they're, that affiliation has really, you know, going gangbusters. And uh, one, I, I pay credit to the Dolphins for looking into the the CQ region because there's some great talent that's come out of this area. And uh, you now we're having that pathway into the NRL for our local players and uh, local clubs. It really is a uh, you know a, a, a dream come true, so to speak. There, Ben, because it's been a long time where they've. They've been in the, the CQ Cup and the Queensland Cup and uh, it's just one where they, they've, they've always been outshone by the, uh, the you know those clubs with the NRL players coming down and uh, feeding into them. So it, it's leveled the field out a bit and uh, it's great to see uh, we're in there within, in the competition um, going well this year. So yeah, look awesome. forward to uh, seeing how they go through and uh, yeah, keep an eye on that. Good on you. Tony Williams, Regional Rockhampton Council Mayor. Appreciate your time this morning.
0: Thanks, Ben. Bye we'll take Bye. a break. Come back. Rural Queensland today.